0: Lob talk radio. Block talk radio.
1: Yeah, exactly right. Lob talk radio. All right, bless you, Kenny. Tomorrow, tomorrow. Yep, 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 I'll call you.
2: It was very late at night I was sitting outside on a rock As Stan said, I showed him the rock when he came to my home And I was just thinking, what did I do? I was crying so my family wouldn't see me And all of a sudden I saw a light coming towards me When I saw the light, I thought it was a car Because in Romania and in Italy, they always try to run me over with cars so I thought, they found me here too. But it was not a car. The light surrounded me. And out of the light I heard the same voice. It was the same angel. Domitre, why are you so despaired? Why did you punish me so harshly? What did I do? Why couldn't you let me stay in prison? So my family would have had a home. I don't have a bed to let my head down on. Why was I brought here? Dimitri, I brought you to this country because this country will burn. So why would you bring me here to burn? Why did you let me die in jail in my own country? He said, Dimitri, be quiet. Get beside me. I don't know what the device was, but he pulled me beside him, and he showed me all of California. Do you see what I've shown you? This is a Sodom and Gomorrah. Their sins have reached God, and God has decided to punish them by fire. He came and showed me Las Vegas. This is a Sodom and Gomorrah, and one day it will burn. He came and showed me New York. This is New York. This is the Sodom and Gomorrah. In one day it will burn. And then he showed me Florida. This is Florida. This is the Sodom and Gomorrah. And in one day it will burn. I have
1: been listening to the Wake Up America message with Dimitri Dudeman. For a copy of this very important message, please go to our website at handofhelp.com. Never before in the history of our country has our nation been in more jeopardy than now. Please order a copy of the video Wake Up America at the HandToHelp.com website and get the warning out while we still have time. This is the Light of Truth radio broadcast
0: with Michael Boldea. All right, welcome to the program, and thank you for joining us. This is the Light of Truth radio broadcast. I am, as always, your ever-humble host, Michael Baldia, and it's good to be with you again. Uh, As has become customary on our program, whenever we are recording, uh, we have a tendency of letting you know. uh, Today is just such a day. It is June the 30th, 2022, and so uh, it's a fresh program. Uh, we're recording it the day that it's supposed to air, but uh, a lot can happen between now and uh, 6 p.m. Central, so I thought I'd cover myself on that one because, boy, things are moving a mile a minute, and um, distractions are a plenty. Let's put it that way. Uh, first, for the good news, uh, at least as far as I'm concerned, and as far as you should be concerned, not that there won't be blowback, not that they won't uh, rage, because the Word of God tells us the godless rage, this is, this is their go-to. Uh, but uh, Roe versus Wade has finally been overturned by the Supreme Court of these United States. Uh, and uh, everyone on the other side is losing their minds, because how dare you tell us we can't murder babies anymore? It was, uh, you know, a niche market. It was a cottage industry, and in many states it will continue to be. This is the thing that uh, we, we have to come to terms and to grips with. This is the thing that we have to understand. The fight is not over. The battle is not over. It was a good win. Don't get me wrong. I rejoiced when the decision came down, uh, but the other side is losing their minds. I mean, there's churches being burnt to the ground. There's people. I, the worst thing, that I saw uh, throughout all this was a woman who seemed to be about eight, eight and a half months pregnant. I mean, I, my, my wife and I had two babies, so I know when uh, it's about ready to come out and greet the world, okay? This lady was heavily pregnant and stenciled on her pregnant belly. She had the words, not yet a human. That scares me. Because that means that these people have gone so far down into their hubris. They've gone so far down uh, the the rabbit hole of darkness that even when this woman feels the baby kicking inside her, I mean, there's undeniable evidence. There's undeniable scientific evidence. That this baby is viable. It's kicking inside your belly. You can see feet trying to push their way out through the skin. And yet, you have the temerity. You have the gall. You have the absolute mindlessness to say that, no, not a baby. This is what godlessness begets us. This is what happens when a nation turns its face away from God and embraces hedonism, embraces fatalism, embraces chaos, and calls it a way of life. Uh, what was it? This the I guess she's the governor of Michigan. You know, Miss Mrs., I don't know what she is, Goul Whitmer. Let's go with that. Gool Whitmer said... Well, you know, if you stop abortions, it'll just make inflation worse on you. At some point, I'm waiting for one of these just mindless drones to say, hey, if, if you want to save a penny, kill your baby. Uh, inflation's hitting us all in the wallet, and kids are expensive. So, you know, if it came out and you didn't like the look of it, if it didn't have the right gender, I know. How can you know the baby's gender when it's born, Michael? Welcome to 2022. The baby has to grow up and decide its gender. I mean, a doctor only guesses at the gender of a baby when a baby's born. This is where we are. This is how far we've fallen. Do you understand the nonsense that is being shoveled? into the minds of impressionable people that this narrative is is actually a thing. Well, you know, a doctor only guesses at a baby's gender when it's born. I mean, looks down and goes, hmm, looks to be a boy. But that's just a guess. You know, the franken beans don't mean a thing. So this is where we are. It's sad. As a culture, as a nation, this moment in history is a sad time for one and all. And given that these people have finally gotten a bloody lip, and again, it's, it's a setback for them. That's all it is. It's not as though they're going to go, well, okay, Supreme Court decided. I guess now it's a state issue. No. How dare you? No, we have to finance it. Federal funding for abortions has to be a thing because, hey, we're not killing enough babies. Pardon me while I sip for my delicious beverage. Yes, it's just black coffee. There's no fufuisms in it. There's, there's no shots of flavor. It's gross, but it makes me warm inside. As I was saying, if you think this was the end of the battle, you don't really understand the other side. If you think this was the end of the battle, you don't understand the devil's insistence on destroying everything that is good and noble. So, right after the decision came down, right after it was overturned, uh, I saw this headline and I scratched my head because it was expected. These people aren't going to stop. They want to make the murder of the innocent accessible and free because there's a bloodlust there that's hard to describe. This is what godlessness begets. So, right after the decision came down, listen to this. This is this is how cringe-worthy this is. Apparently, no one has brought the idea of, you know, just being responsible into the equation. Nobody has brought the idea of, hey, Maybe wait to have sex until marriage, and that cuts down on, you know, pregnancies. No one's talking abstinence. No one's talking making right choices. The only thing that we have is murdering babies. That's it. That's the only thing on the table. And if you don't let us do it whenever we want, however we want, look, as long as it's not old enough to run away from you, you can kill it. If that's not the standard, then burn it all down. President Joe Biden's administration is weighing, setting up abortion providers on federal land in Republican-controlled states, according to the HHS Secretary Xavier Becerra. Becerra said that every option is on the table. Because we don't want to make it difficult for people to kill babies, no. I mean, we, we should have mobile vans roaming poor neighborhoods with speakers on the outside, sort of like the ice cream truck. And somebody on a mic would go, abortions, abortions, get your abortions. Remember back in the good old days, I know, the days when people were... Just unaware of multiple genders, the days of when people were just unaware of the fact that if you get pregnant, you should kill your baby because, you know, it's expensive. Those days. Remember ice cream trucks? We, we, I grew up, I, uh, we grew up because, you know, my brother Serge and my brother Daniel were there. We grew up in a pretty dingy neighborhood in Southern California. Let's just say that when they called it the Malden Villas, there was nothing villa'y about it. It was a hole. Let's just put it that. Let's be honest. But every Saturday, there would be this old rusty ice cream truck that would roll around the neighborhood, and, and they'd play some cringy music that you could barely hear because the speaker was halfway dead. And we'd all run outside and uh, if we had change, if we had money, if uh, mom had cleaned enough homes that week to afford us uh, a popsicle or the such or a push pop, those were great, rainbow push pops. Uh, we, we'd all go and stand in line and, and we'd buy ice cream from a very strange looking man that, you know, in retrospect probably shouldn't been... Shouldn't have been around little children. cream and abortion shouldn't, it, shouldn't be as readily available to anyone. And until the church, and again, I know, Mike, stop picking on the church. We're the rising phoenix. Just any day now, any day now, we're going to rise from the ashes and stomp our foot and say, this is the line. Look, until the church, as one says, abortion is ending a human life it doesn't matter your poverty it doesn't matter your wealth it doesn't matter how old you are making the conscious decision to end a human life until that becomes the narrative of the church abortion will still continue continue to be a a sought-after thing Apparently the 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 abortion pills are like, look, all right. See now, Mike's going to be mean. Excuse me. Let me sip. And and this this is mean, Mike, coming out. Because let's face it, it's about time. Apparently the, the the morning after pill is sold out in pharmacies. And the sad and pathetic thing is, most of the women that are buying the morning after pill. Have no risk of getting pregnant because let's face it, ain't nobody coming near that. Maybe it's one of those you know uh what do you what do you call those where where you imagine something and then it comes into being there There's a lot of people that are pushing this. Well, if you close your eyes and you really imagine it you you'll walk into it. Maybe these women are buying morning after pills imagining that they will at some point in the future with their obese selves smelling like garlic bologna and their toothless faces that that, that look to have been beaten by a sack of nickels. Maybe they're thinking to themselves that if I buy the morning after pill, at some point there may be a man drunk enough. To lay with me. See, that was mean, Mike. I'm sorry. All these women that are yelling about my body, my choice. Have you seen those faces? I understand men today are desperate. I understand There's there's this need by feminism to accept women that ought to look in the mirror once in a while as brave and beautiful. But even so, have you seen those faces? Have you seen the women with the signs and the yelling, I need to kill a baby. Look, your womb is barren. You are accursed. There is nothing that will fill the void of emptiness and sadness in your life especially killing a baby, I understand the need to feel powerful and godlike. I have power over human life. No, you won't. Nobody's coming near that. And at this juncture, voices of reason should rise up and go, Hey, why are you screaming about something that will never affect you? that you will never have to be forced to consider. Just go back to your cats. Go back to, to, to writing emails to Beth Moore that she never answers. And leave the rest of us to rejoice in the reality that due to this, perhaps, there will be less dead babies come 12 months from now, six months from now than there would have otherwise been at the same juncture at the same time the church also needs to rise up and say hey we will do our utmost to support you whether emotionally or financially for you to carry this baby to term and raise it we will do our utmost to seek out people who want babies in case you don't want to keep it. But murdering this baby is not an option. It never has been. How much blood must be spilled for even the America is the light on the hill people to say, yeah, we kind of deserve our judgment. See, this administration is just insane with bloodlust. But Sarah said HHS is aware of a number of ideas and proposals when asked about the possibility of setting up abortion clinics on federal lands. You know what should happen? See, again, I'm giving them free ideas. They should nationalize all of the boat casinos, and that way technically they're in the water. Why not just let a baby live? Why, why, why not focus on that? And we talked about disgusting people like Dick Sporting Goods and Disney and others that are offering women money to go out of state and kill their babies. And to them, again, it's purely economic. Because a woman without children, a woman who has no joy in her life, other than the balding cat that she buys fancy feast for she's likely to ask for less leave she's likely to ask for more for less maternity leave so somebody with no heart some ghoul somewhere in a basement some pencil pusher somewhere did the math they pulled out the abacus and they realized that 4 grand is a small price to pay To have an employee for the rest of their life whose only fulfillment is showing up to work and doing their job, whatever that job might be. Do you understand how how depraved that thought process is? Do you understand how depraved that mindset is? Sure, we're out of pocket four grand now. But this woman, she's got nothing else. There's no joy. There's no hope. There's no waking up and seeing something that came out of you that was created by God. And go, hey, look, they're growing. they got teeth now. They're saying the word mama. They will never have that joy, the only thing they will have to cling to is the job, and you're telling me that we're not as bad as China? As far as corporations are concerned, it's the same mindset. We need drones. We need people that have no other aspirations in life, that have no other hope or joy, than to come and sacrifice their youth and sacrifice their lives to get a monthly stipend so they could go back to their lonely apartments and turn on Beth Moore. That's it. Becerra said, What I can tell you is that we are aware of a number of ideas and proposals, many of which have been considering internally ourselves. We have made no decision yet, we certainly would have a conversation with the president to make sure we implement his directives to us in trying to protect women's reproductive health care services. So, in the end, it will be the man in the adult diapers that will have the final say. If you follow that thread to its logical conclusion, Beth Moore, by her Decision to support a man with dementia for office is killing babies. I know you think it's a stretch. No, it's not. I'm sorry, because Robinette Biden will do everything he can to ensure that babies die. If he were not in office, I'm sorry, think what you will of the big orange man, but he was the only one to show up for a march for life, only president in the history of presidents. So even though you may think him, you know, whatever, just sour or rude or impetuous, he was still there. He was still supporting life. He was still saying, hey, maybe babies should be born. Perhaps, and this is a novel idea, There should be a next generation. So, Becerra's remarks come after prominent congressional Democrats have called on Biden to install abortion clinics on federal lands. Senator Elizabeth Warren, the Indian chief herself, is among those who have made such calls. Warren said Biden should explore just how much we can start using federal lands as a way to protect people who need access to abortion in all the states that either have banned abortions or are clearly on the threshold of doing so. So, you know, you can go to Yellowstone, see the sights, see the geyser, and yeah, yeah, go into the van, kill a baby, two for one. Will you still have to pay the entrance fee to Yellowstone, though? cuz you know that you shouldn't be out of pocket anything you get 4 grand from Dick's Sporting Goods to kill your baby and a free trip to Yellowstone amazing Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez the honorary Rhodes scholar of the Democrat Party also urged Biden to do the same calling the move the babiest of baby steps. Like I said, mobile abortion trucks. And hey, maybe you could get a free ice cream too. We are a soulless nation. Yes, the Supreme Court did the right thing, but don't get it twisted. This was bad law when it was first passed. They just rectified bad law. Now it's up to the states. And you know what? God bless the states that are doing away with this this gruesome practice. And you will notice that God will bless those states. Look, God, I'm sorry, God will not bless the, the murder of the innocent. All all of these hyper-liberal states where, hey, look, my baby's a week old. I don't like it. Let's kill it. They're, They're falling apart. What is it? California is now giving food stamps to illegals? How long do you think that'll last before the entire state is bankrupt? Becerra also confirmed that Biden's administration is looking to preserve access to abortion-inducing medication, calling it a national imperative and in the public interest. Why should there be babies? Becerra's remarks seemingly contradict other members of Biden's White House. On Monday, Vice President Kumala Harris, Claimed the administration is not considering installing abortion clinics on federal land. Jean-Pierre, uh, Karine Jean-Pierre, who is the White House press secretary, also said that the idea of installing abortion uh, clinics on federal lands is uh, not an option that was on the table. Look, they will continue to scream and hem and holler until these people give in. This is their constituency. The the worshipers of murder are the constituency of the Democrat Party. So how's Dr. Jill's hair now? Not to be outdone, uh, trans HHS official Rachel Levine, I know, have you seen that picture? That's what most of the women screaming about abortion rights look like. And Rachel Levine's a dude. I know, I'm getting kicked off of YouTube because I called a man a man. Well, that's why uh, we post the link on YouTube and go to the other thing. I'm sure the other thing will probably just do away with us at some point. That's fine. You know, I'm still going to do what I'm going to do. I'm not going to call the dude a chick. Mike, that's so misogynistic, Mike. What do you mean a chick? All right. Dude looked like a lady, but he ain't. All right? How about that? How about them apples? But... look. Do you understand what these people envision as utopia? What these people envision as utopia is no babies, kill them all, and then those that somehow manage to get born uh, butcher with sex change surgeries and puberty blockers. If this is not the future you envision for yourself and your children, mayhaps... It's time to say something. And I'm speaking to the church. And those that are embracing this nonsense within the church should be summarily asked to remove themselves from the church and stop calling themselves believers. Because you have one out there, and boom, all the all the spotlights are on them. Look, the, the pastor of the Methodists or the... Whatever, they're saying that abortion uh, helps uh, society. Look, they say trans kids are A-OK. We need to cut out the cancer in the church before we can hope of having some sort of healing. We need to excise it. But that's not very loving, Brother Mike. That's because you don't understand what the love of God is. That's because we've taken this this umbrella of love and, and, and made it out to mean that everything's okay, nothing's wrong, nothing's sin, God smiles and winks at everything. Problem is we have stretched the notion of the love of God to the point that sin is no longer a thing. To the point that judgment is no longer a thing. To the point that, well, uh, you know, hey, if that's what they feel, that's what they feel. Since when? Your feelings are irrelevant. I know in the era of feelings and martial goods, you know, tomes, saying that will not endear a lot of people to me. But your feelings are irrelevant and there is deception. Facts are facts by their very definition. Rachel Levine is not a woman. Rachel Levine is a dude pretending to be a woman. So, you know, I mean, since, since abortion was taking the oxygen out of the room, it decided to come out and, you know, offer some wisdom. Rachel Levine pushes life-saving sex chain surgeries and puberty blockers for kids. Uh, I know, I see, again, we, back back to the fact thing. Do you know what the suicide rate is among people like L- Rachel Levine? People with uh, gender dysphoria, I guess is the new term. Gender-affirming care for youth, a far-left euphemism for child mutilation, is life-saving and a medical necessity, according to President Joe Biden's Assistant Secretary of Health, Rachel Levine, who is transgender. No. Wow, looking at that face, you'd think it, she was born a beautiful and brave woman. Come on. Come on. Really? Look, there are subjective standards of beauty. Then there are objective standards of beauty. Whichever standard of beauty you apply to Rachel Levine, he was an ugly dude before he decided to be an ugly woman. That's that. Levine faced backlash online for these comments. No kidding. There's kids coming out that that got talked into this stuff by by their alcoholic mothers who thought they'd be famous for doing it, you know, five, six years later, having cut off their junk and taken so many puberty blockers, their bone mass is half of what it should be, and they go, I'm not happy. I'm not. No kidding. You were seven. You should have been playing with Tonka trucks and eating your boogers. Not getting hacked to pieces and injected with chemicals. Speaking at a DNC Pride Month event, oh, tomorrow it's over. Oh, I can't. I, 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 I want to see the world in black and white at this point. There's so many rainbows everywhere. Stop! We get it. You're mentally ill. You have nothing in your life but your sexual orientation and making rainbow flags. I get it but I don't have to be privy to it. I'm hoping that everything turns to sepia, just black and white. Gender-affirming care is life-saving, medically necessary, age-appropriate, and a critical tool for health care providers, Levine said. As a pedi- This dude was a pediatrician. Imagine how many parents he talked into this and, and, and now they're weeping over pictures of their kids who hung themselves in the attic cuz they weren't happy being a girl either I at some point we need to play bring discipline back into the conversation but your kids bored give them a job buy 5000 bricks and have them move them throughout the yard every week but again that that season of Lunacy is coming to an end, because reality is beginning to to sort of set in. Hunger is beginning to set in. Lack is beginning to set in. And everywhere you look, people are going, "Uh uh-oh. And again, starvation cures stupid every time. Because even that alky mom that's trying to butcher her kid, when she doesn't have money for the the booze anymore, and her kid comes, Mom, I think I'm a girl, she'll just smack it across the face and go, Shut up! Not now! I don't have time for my wine spritzer! Anyway, I know, it's one of those shows today. Mike, you're just being so in love. I'm sorry. You know what? There's only so much love pouring out of my heart. There's only so many people it can encompass. I know some of you are bottomless when it comes to your love. God bless you. Me, not so much. I'll help you if you need help, if you ask for help, if you're willing to acknowledge that things need to change in your life in order for you to get better. But if you're clinging to this nonsense and expect me to foot the bill. I ain't so sorry. I, I cannot do it. I cannot do it. I got kids to raise. I got a mortgage to pay. I don't have time for that kind of lunacy. As a pediatrician, when it comes to making sure kids are healthy and happy, I know how important care that affirms someone's true identity can be. Oh, Mercy. The Biden administration has been openly promoting gender-affirming health care. That's right, madam. I'm sorry to break the news, but you have testicular cancer. But I'm a woman. I can't have that. Yes, you can. Because you're just pretending to be a woman. I know. I know. That's nuanced. It's neither here nor there. Yes, it is. It's here and there. Imagine the kind of corner that medical professionals are pushed into when an obvious male comes in, and they're expected to call them a she for fear of offending them, and they can't tell them they have a male-related disease because, well, they're not a man. I'm a woman, what do you mean? (laughs) Exactly. The Biden administration has been openly promoting gender-affirming health care, particularly for young people, deeming hormone therapy appropriate for teens, as well as gender-affirming surgeries on a case-by-case basis. A new report from the Heritage Foundation revealed that making puberty blockers and cross-sex hormones easier for minors to access has increased youth suicide rates. Huh? But the numbers don't lie. Two plus two is still four. I know if you put on a unicorn hat, it's seven. It's not. Still four. It has increased youth suicide rates. A finding that directly challenges claims from pro-transgender clinical organizations, activists, and the Biden administration. In response to the clip posted by the RNC research Twitter account of Levine speaking during the Pride Month Town Hall live stream by the Democrat National Committee, I know, I know, I know, Beth. But Dr. Jill's hair, do you understand? And, and there's some of you, no! Everybody's good. All of them are evil. Yes, biblically speaking, yes. But some people still have logic and reason dictating their actions. One side does, the other doesn't. Just so you know. Just so you're aware. But many took to Twitter to criticize the remarks of uh, Mr. Levine. Protect your kids and vote, the organization added. Uh, And and some of the tweets, they're right on the mark. Parents, you don't have to pretend this is normal. It's not. Protect your kids and vote. Uh, And, again, see, there are some medical professionals who are more medical professional than others, apparently, in the eyes of the mass media. So if you have the wrong opinion you're no longer a doctor or a medical professional. But, there is one Senator Roger Marshall, who is also a doctor, I know, said this, actually in states where access to puberty blockers and cross-sex hormones were more readily available to minors, the suicide rates increased. This man is a medical doctor. And yet, He's been just shellacked. How dare you? Because these are the facts. And this is what happens when a nation, and I I hate to use this word because I, I don't like it, but when a nation decouples itself from God. And the thing that you should be aware of, especially if you're a parent, is that everyone from Disney to Lego to every major corporation is pushing this nonsense, ignoring the statistic, ignoring the facts, ignoring the reality that a child is more likely to try to hurt themselves if they go down this road. What more is there to say? Oh, yes. I know. Because, you know, oh... The other side is more tolerant than you Christians, you know that? Christians are intolerant Christian. Shut up. Just shut up. I'm sick of it. Abortion activists launch Summer of Rage attack on churches and pro-life pregnancy centers. I know. The other side could teach you a thing or two about tolerance. It's a farce. They're only tolerant as long as you agree with them. They're only tolerant as long as you do as they demand. The summer of rage has commenced as abortion activists target churches and pregnancy centers after the U.S. Supreme Court decided that the Constitution doesn't contain a right to abortion, thus returning the power to individual states to regulate. Protests broke out in several major cities following the court's decision. In some cases, the protests have turned violent. It's only the beginning. Understand this, that that hatred against all that is good and decent and godly will continue to escalate among the godless. And they will attempt to vent their frustration and take it out on the church. I told you a long time ago that no matter how far out they begin, the ultimate target of the godless are the children of God. It's coming. And you can't say you didn't know because I've been telling you for the longest time. Now they are bombing pregnancy centers. So it's not about my body my choice it's hey if you choose to have a baby we'll fire bombio do you understand how deranged that is do you understand how how removed from logic and reason that is and all the while we continue to Sink deeper and deeper into what will ultimately be a very sad state of affairs in this country. A key measure of inflation showed groceries in May costing American households 11% more this year than last year, the biggest annual price gain since December of 1980. The personal consumption expenditure price, that's the PCE index, that's also something that people look at to go, huh, are we on the right track? Well, the PCE index for food showed on Wednesday that inflation has accelerated for at 11 consecutive months, picking up pace every month since June of 2021. Food prices were up 6.6%. When the year started, 8% in February, 9.2% in March, and 10% in April. Compared with April, food prices were up 1.2% on a month-over-month basis. The recent month-over-month highs occurred in February and March when prices rose 1.2% for two consecutive months. Food prices jumped 2.3% in April of 2020. The PCE price index is closely watched by the Fed and used for its inflation targeting. So, layman's terms, what, what, what this means is that the Fed will likely do another round of rate hikes. So, that, again real estate market, put a fork in it. Uh, Getting car loans, put a fork in it. Because everything is getting more expensive. But hey, at least we're on the right track, right? Rising Phoenix. We need to acknowledge the situation that we're in in order to make the right choices going forward. And I'm not talking about as a nation anymore. Um, I'm talking about as individuals. Look, you have people like this that are in charge, and you're scratching your head going, really? Fed Chairman Powell realizes how little we understand about inflation. This is the man that is the the, the chair of, of the Federal Reserve. And he goes, yeah, we don't understand inflation at all. Well, anybody with two brain cells does. If you print money, you devalue it. If you devalue money, everything will cost more. It's that simple. But apparently Fed Reserve Chairman Jerome Powell says, we don't know nothing about no inflation. Federal Reserve Chair Jerome Powell admitted on Wednesday how little he understands Soaring inflation, and that should scare you, because this is the man that decides how much of an increase in interest you will have to suffer. I think we now understand better how little we understand about inflation. These were his words. I'm I'm quoting verbatim. Powell stated at the European Central Bank Forum on Central Banking in Sintra, Portugal. This was unprecedented and unpredicted. Well, give it a minute. It'll shock you even more. Powell is in charge of reducing President Biden's four-year high inflation by a difficult process of increasing interest rates. By law, the Federal Reserve is charged with a dual mandate of pursuing maximum employment and stable prices. So it's a tug of war, is the layman's terms explanation of this. We believe we can do that. That's our aim, he said. It's gotten harder. The pathways have gotten narrower. No kidding. The process is highly likely to involve some pain, but the worst pain would be from failing to address this high inflation and allowing it to become persistent. Uh, all right, American prophetic. This is a term that you're gonna hear in the coming months. Sticky inflation. I know that sounds gross, but it's 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 a term. It's called sticky inflation, meaning that even if the inflation numbers start to come down all the places that have increased their prices will not decrease their prices with inflation coming down so if you were a fan of i don't know chicken wings and chicken wings went from 6 bucks a dozen to 14 bucks a dozen even if inflation starts to stall and come down they're still going to be 14 16 bucks a dozen. It's not coming back down. And so we're stuck with this. Because of their incompetence and because of their lunacy focusing on transgender children and baby killing, they didn't notice that we were headed for an iceberg. We've hit the iceberg. We're taking on water. It's going to get worse. And even if it gets better, which I highly doubt, You're still going to end up paying the same price as you are currently, if not more. But have no fear, rising Phoenix time is just around the corner. Is there a risk that we would go too far, he asked? Certainly there's a risk. But I wouldn't agree that it's the biggest risk to the economy. The bigger mistake to make, let's put it that way, would be to fail to restore price stability. Again, this is coming from the man that said that inflation was transitory. Like I said, in the coming months, look for the words sticky inflation to become part of the narrative. If you were holding on, hoping it would get better, I would advise that a better use of your time would be to draw closer to God and learn to trust Him. The Word of God tells us that at a certain point during these last days, the time will come that the just will live by faith. That's not superfluous. That's not an exaggeration. There are plans and machinations afoot of the world wholly dependent on government entities for everything from food to heat to housing. I don't know about you, but having read the book of Revelation more than once, It seems as though there was some mention of a time where you weren't allowed to buy yourself unless you had some sort of evidence that you were on the quote-unquote right side of things. Whether knowingly or unknowingly, everything that's happening globally is bringing us closer and closer to what the Book of Revelation warned us of. Now I understand, and I'm uh, like I said, I'm done debating the topic because it's not I, we're not we're not making any headway. I understand that some of you don't believe we're going to be here for those days, but just in case, I would urge you to build up your faith to the point that nothing you see with your eyes will sway you from the belief that God will make a way and that God will provide. Because everything that can be shaken will be shaken. And that holds true for a lot of lukewarm Christians as well. So, take that as you will. But I would urge you to prepare your heart. I would urge you to steal your faith. I would urge you to draw closer to God so that when things begin to shake, they haven't started yet. I know some of you are thinking, it's almost over. No, we haven't even started. This is, this is just the preview of what's coming. but your faith needs to endure. Now, I know some people disagree with Jesus, but Jesus said that your faith needs to endure until the end. Make of that what you will. Like I said, I'm, I'm done arguing. There's no point. With that, thank you for listening. Thank you for commenting those of you that do may god bless you may god keep you and we will see you again next week lord willing gene if you've got anything to say the floor is yours thank you
1: mike the bible says trust the lord with all thine heart lean not on your own understanding acknowledge him with all thy ways he will direct your path and i had a Beautiful thing happened last Thursday. I was on my way to Tennessee to do a concert for the homeless, raise money for homeless ministries, artists that struggle with homelessness, and Christian artists especially. And we got to Franklin, Tennessee. We were in a Goodwill parking lot, and my car would not start no matter what. It was running, had the AC on. It was about 100 degrees out. My wife ran in for about 30 minutes and my car died. Would not start. Guy came over and looked at it and said, better call a garage. You better call a tow truck. And my lovely wife came out of the store and suggested we pray. Call on God and pray. She said, Gino, this attack of the enemy, he don't want us at this concert. And we prayed. And a friend texted us, I'm praying for you right now, from Wisconsin. And my car started right after that prayer. So I 100% agree with Mike. We got to trust the Lord for his miracle-working Holy Ghost power, which the Word of God says our God is mighty. Amen. Able to move the mountains. Able to fix a vehicle. I believe it 100%. God touched that car, and it's still running good. Had to drive from Tennessee to Indiana and sing, and Wisconsin, still running good. I've had it in the past where I've been on clothing trips, taking clothes to Dimitri Duneman's house out in California, and we had vehicles break down, and all we could do was pray, and they started, and they ran, and oil leaks stopped. So I believe in the Dunamis Holy Ghost power of God. That many churches today say it's not for today. We don't need the Holy Spirit's baptism or power. Yes, we do. We need to be full of the oil of God, full of the Holy Ghost. And uh, God will do great things. God for great things in your life. He's a healing, miracle-working God. Thank you for listening to the Light of Truth radio broadcast. Thank you for listening to today's broadcast, The Light of Truth with Michael Bodea. If you would like to order a copy of today's broadcast, please visit our website at handofhelp.com. If you have questions about our ministry, you can email us at handofhelpoffice at aol.com or simply call us at 920-206-9910. God bless you.